ho, ho, ho. Welcome back to BYOB, everybody. I hope you're all enjoying gorging yourselves. You've unwrapped all your lovely presents and now you're settling down in a big armchair by the fire and you, you've had enough of the family. You've had enough of <laughs> merriment and all this. You think, what I'm going to do now is like settle into this armchair with a port or a whiskey or, you know, an orange What would juice. be yours? What would be yours? A nice single malt scotch. I would be a port. A, bit, right. a, li- a little bit of port into the chair. People are getting a bit snoozy after the food. Earpods in. BYOB yeah. on. Let's see what those let's see what those two have to say about Christmas films, eh? Yeah, you know? shutting out the noise. Just bring just get rid of all of the, the chatter in the background and just have some proper good old ball baggy conversation <laughs> to get to get me away from the rest of it. With your with your earpods pro on, so it's cutting out all the background noise yeah, of that's your parents it. saying, Ben, you haven't spoken to us all day, please. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so sorry. <laughs> Important, important, you know. They just tumbleweed on the outside. Love it. Absolutely so, love it. Usually it'd be my folks saying to me like, Ben, like, you need to come and do all of the washing up. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I've actually got the that, podcast it? It's on. a dud job, that. Oh, it's, it's dreadful. I think if in, in the pantheon of dreadful Christmas jobs, the drying up and putting away is up there with the worst. I'd oh, much yeah, yeah. rather be... The washing the, is all right. Yeah, because then you're out. You wash and then you're out. You wash and then you exfil and get back into the living room. Whereas like the, the the drying up and putting away is is it's laborious. And like the cooking the Christmas meal is fun. I'm cooking this year. Oh, so yeah. as this goes out, I'll be head first in in basting well, away some serious. I was gonna say uh, shouldn't it be elbow deep in a turkey's cavity, mate? <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. I I'm, yeah. I'm going in head first, mate. Yeah. I'm <laughs> Monica <Bean> from Friends. <laughs> Oh, mate, tell you what, that's a good set. Look, because what, what what we are going to talk about today, right, is all of our favourite Christmas films. Of of Because there were too many. We've done this Christmas special over the year, over the month, but we sort of decided there were far too many to talk about. And uh, it doesn't it doesn't really stack up as a film, does it? But I would say, well, mate, that Mr. Bean Christmas special is still like, is canon for me. As yeah, a, uh, absolutely. You know, and I would say Vicar of Dibley as well is one yeah. that I always... The cab across the road, <laughs> which she has to keep getting all the different Christmas dinners. My, one of my favourites is her jumping in the puddle. It jumps in the puddle and it goes down to her face. Like, it, it's like amazing, absolutely stunning what, Christmas what, fodder, that. What about the old uh, iconic EastEnders, You Ain't My Mother? Yes, I my, the like me and that was some a Christmas special, mates. wasn't it? Yeah, it, it, yeah. it was. That was that was a Christmas special. The the Who shot Phil Mitchell. One. That some of my friends and I will still quote. I didn't just become a bit of a slag. I became a total <laughs> slag. I was like, who has written that? <laughs> Someone somewhere has written that, committed it to paper, and it's managed to get out on the television. Incredible scenes. That um, nun in the corner, isn't she? Just looking <laughs> into, the, into the far distance. Imagine, <laughs> imagine that. The casting for that. It's like, we're looking for a nun who's going to come and sit in front of Cat Slater, who confesses to being a total slag. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, Brilliant. I think that's... The thing is, that's that's a special part actually for 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 us on Christmas is like the the TV special ep. Mm. So I think there's um, Gavin and Stacey's one that comes up a lot in our household. Watching that again. Um, what, the, what were your the thoughts on the Christmas one they specials? did last year? Because obviously it was like ten years, wasn't it, since they'd done a Gavin and Stacey? And yeah, I think they came confession. back with. Yeah, I'm not big on Gavin and Stacey. No, not good. Nor am I, mate. I just—it's yeah. not my jam, and no. and it's like my family love it, absolutely yeah. love it, but yeah. it just doesn't do it for me at all. My sisters do jokes to one another like, "You're Nessa, no, you are," and I'm like, uh, "Yeah, yeah, well, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm definitely not. I'm nothing to do with it. So, yeah. cheers. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, uh, so where where shall we begin? You just start Let's with golden oldie. Yeah, it is the season, isn't it? Tis the season for a golden oldie. And okay. uh, I wanted to throw into the I think there's only there's only one place this can go, mate, and that's it's a wonderful life. Um, oh wow. Okay, I wondered whether maybe you might be going White Christmas, which is another absolute belter as well. But take me through it's a wonderful or, life. Or Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street as well, the original. 
as well. Yes. You know? Yeah. Go but on, I mean, it, it's it's a wonderful life. We're talking. I mean, wow. It's it's even older than I thought it was. You know, 1946. Wow. I th- I thought I would I would have called a 1950s film, but uh, that is a yeah. golden oldie, isn't it? That really it is. really is a golden oldie. When did you last watch it? Do you watch it every year? Every year, yeah. Like yeah. it's one one of my mum's favourites. Yeah, same, um, same. It's like one of those that like we have this this thing where you have various touch points when you know that Christmas is starting. Yeah, yeah. And it's a wonderful life and white Christmas. I remember I bought them on DVD for my mum one year, and that is a really good domino falling to say, yeah, yeah, we're in the we're in the Christmas season now. Yeah, yeah. Say, Clarence, <laughs> he's got his wings, hot dog. You know, like, what a film, though, man. What That's a the film. sort of film that you want to just get, like, because it's getting dark so early, you sort of put it on at about three o'clock and you can kind of doze on the sofa whilst you watch it as well. Mm. Just get settled in there, sort of dim the lights a bit and just kind of completely get lost in it for for a couple of hours. It's just lovely. Do you think... See, here's a question for you. Here's one of the uncomfortable questions for you. Do you think, we're talking about a 1946 film. Do you think this does hold up today? Or do you think it's merely the fact that it's such a warm, fuzzy family classic that we give it a pass, if you know what I mean? Is it is it the associative joy that we have with this film that makes it endure? Or do you think it is actually, on its own, merit? A good film, still. I think it has to fall into the latter. I don't, but I, I, I think it's this. I think I saw a wonderful thread today that kind of, um, it just kind of caught me in my tracks a little bit. Um, and it basically said it was something to the effect of it's been 20 years since Elf came out, but here's why it's actually like a really messed up thing in 2023. And then mm. it was just, it was a piss takey thread. And it was basically saying like, Will Ferrell's dad actually killed people in the Godfather. Um, and oh it was sort God. of, it was kind of like taking the piss out of the okay, fact that okay, every, okay. It, it was taking the mick out of the fact that everything, the, the elf I was going to say, so, I've heard some takes and yeah. that's a take. <laughs> it's so totally non-offensive, it, 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 the Elf as a film. And I think essentially the point that the film, the, the thread was making is that all of these old films, if you want to, and I know it's a big part of our pod, if you want to, you can go and tear them apart and and, and sort of judge things by the standards of 2023. But for me, it's a wonderful life and it, is one of those where you just kind of, you just have to isolate, freeze it in time. It was 1946. Just like, just soak it up and allow yourself to be kind of drift into that, into that film. You know, it, it, it's so, to say films 20 years ago are a different time. To say that if you take a film that was what, 80 years ago, straight coming, this is kind of, this was, what was this, 1946 it was released, like, mm. it, you can't, it, it, I think you, ju- I don't know what you think, but I think you just have to surrender a bit to this film and just go, okay, like, I'll just take it for what it is. Well, I also think it's probably worth touching on the fact that 1946, we're talking about one of the most catastrophic events that's happened in human history has, you know, just kind of preceded this in World War Two. And the First World War. Um, so I guess any kind of f- film that tries to shine a bit of light in the darkness would, you imagine, would go down very well. Um, and, it, I, I, you know, I hate to get all kind of schmaltzy about this, but it is the season, right? It is Christmas. Um, it does really sort of highlight the the power of cinema and storytelling. Um, yeah. This kind of, whether or not we experience, you know, this secondhand joy because our grandparents loved this film our parents loved this film it's a christmas tradition it that's emblematic of what christmas is right this passing of stories the passing of joy spending something together having traditions having rituals um and given the subject matter of this film like i say you know it's 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 the man who's about to commit suicide um who sees that despite all the things going wrong in his life to drive him to that, that there is still joy to be had. Um, and I imagine that was probably a very powerful message at that time when 
I would imagine there wasn't a lot of joy in the world, really. You know. Yeah, and, and also, uh, and also, a time when you, if you think about cinema as a medium, it's probably one of the only places that you could get a a message like that out to a mass audience. Yeah, it's not just a case of oh, I'll pop a tweet on and say like, if you're feeling lonely at Christmas you can call this number or if you feel a bit isolated and like mm-hmm. you might be in a bad place, get in touch with us. That it, it's that it would have been all the more powerful for the fact that it, in 1946, this would have been one of the only ways in which you could hit millions of people with that uplifting message, which is quite nice as well. And like yeah. you said, I think it's, the, I think we've got to be really, really um, sort of like quite fiercely protective of things that, um, our grandparents' generation absolutely loved because we it won't in thirty four years time I can't imagine that people will be sitting down going God we've got to watch It's a Wonderful Life and White Christmas mm. you know that perhaps people will kind of do that thing of sitting there and being like it's important that we don't forget but. I know when my parents watch those films, it's not just about not forgetting. It genuinely means the world to them to sit and watch it because mm. it takes them back to a place of just being completely lost in the, the magic of Christmas. And I know for, for me, it does a lot for me to see them like that. Mm. Um, so I, I forgive me for getting all soppy, but I do think it's what it, it's it, like. You really, really got to soak up every last drop of it. I think it's a, it's a really lovely thing. Um, should we do our guilty pleasure? Go on, mate. Hit so me. I, I am going to go with, and I know you'll, you'll probably be like, come on, that's not a guilty pleasure. I'm going to go with Jingle All The Way. Oh, you've like, read my mind, mate. You've read my mind. That's, that's, that's a legit, that's a stand-up Christmas film. I'm sorry. That so uh, one of the things that I do at Christmas, I don't know whether you do this or, or used to do this, and this is a very 90s thing. One of the other big signifiers that Christmas was beginning was getting the Radio Times. Mm. You know, the Christmas version of the Radio Times where you'd sit and... I, I admit kind to of... the fact we've bought it this year. Just well, I've, because... got, I've, I've literally got one behind me. Yeah. Like, why? what's gone? Why did you buy it this year? Just because you just do that, don't you? And we were like, we were like, what's the point? And Charlotte was like, well, you know, because we're all sort of sat around. You still put the TV on as opposed to, let's pick something to stream. You just kind of... Yeah. put the television on and sometimes it's nice to have that potluck of oh look Scrooge is on BBC2 or oh look yeah, you know yeah. whatever's on ITVX and so on and so forth um, but they also included they have modernised a bit the radio times you know you see they've got um, what's going to be released on streaming as well over the over the festive period too so yeah and it, like it is just I'm sort of looking at it now sat on the coffee table and just seeing it sat there, I didn't even need to open it, you know? It's almost like a decoration in itself. <laughs> I don't even need to touch it. It's just, it needs to just be there on the table. And I think that's a big part of what, what Christmas is, right? Is that all these little things that just make you feel a little bit more kind of like everything's in its place, you know? Everything is good like everything's good and set and i feel comfortable because of that you know and um that used to be a big thing for me is just cracking open the the radio times and sit and i'd pick out everything that i wanted to watch over christmas because obviously things weren't available on demand but if jingle all the way was on and it was usually on channel five it wouldn't it, it didn't like make it onto kind of bbc one or or itv very sort of rarely on itv but I would sit there and I would pick it out and I would be like, I am watching that one because I absolutely love it. It's 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 such a kind of like, really, it's a bit of a naff sort of storyline. A dad trying to get a hold of Turbo Man for his son via all sorts of bizarre, different, weird and wonderful uh, obstacles that he has to overcome. Wait, how, how good is the scene? When he goes into the toy shop to ask for the Turbo Man and they just laugh And they in his laugh face. at him. It's, it's so amazing. It's actually like a bit of a, it's like a, a bit of a nightmare that, you know, it's sort yeah. of like the way that they laugh. It's it's quite sort of, well, go on, go on. I was going to say a couple of years ago on Spurs Street, I remember it was, I can't remember what game it was, but it was, um, well, I remember I was, I was trying to find a Chelsea away ticket 
And I said, look, I know this is a, a stretch, but I don't suppose anyone's got a Chelsea away ticket. And someone responded with that gift. The turbo, <laughs> the turbo man, like the people laughing in his face gift. So I thought that was very apt. That so, is really, really good. And it, yeah. and, and like Arnold Schwarzenegger, the, the bit that always used to catch me was like when um, the police come in and he picks up the toy police badge from behind him. I just thought that's such a magnificent touch. You know, it's such a clever bit of filmmaking. He's sort of trapped in this thing. And you're like, how on earth is he going to get his way out of this? And he just turns around and happens to see there's a, a detective's badge behind him in a, as a toy. And he just lifts it up and sort of improvs his way out of it. Um, and it's, yeah, it's fantastic. And again, a lot of the kind of similar themes, you know, this kind of being together with your family at Christmas and uh, sort of, wanting to be you kind of I think one of the big things in that is a dad wanting to be his son's hero wanting mm. to actually be turbo man for his for his son who can't quite grasp why his dad is actually a hero anyway uh yeah lovely film and I so, I, I I just I adore watching it every year any favorite lines from it mate hey bud I'm going to deck your halls. You know, that's got to be one of my, <laughs> what with the big the, show. What's the, uh, <laughs> oh my God, yeah, the big show. Jesus, yeah. I'd forgotten about that. What's the line you just said? <laughs> you can't bench press your way out of this Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. With the, <laughs> what's his name? Who does loads of the voices in The Simpsons, isn't it? Yeah, it's so funny. It's not Harry Shearer, is it? No, it's not. Who, who um, is it? H- Hank, is it Hank? No. Hank is, our, is it? Oh God, this is terrible, isn't it? Yeah, Bloody I know. Cut this bit out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it is. Um, yeah, what a film! Oh, Love just it. amazing, absolutely amazing. Right, okay. So take us on then. The next thing that we wanted to put in here is always at Christmas. You need to get stuck into a good box set. Mm. What is your go-to box set? Right. So yeah, I mean, this is an interesting point you raise, Ben, because. Although the box-setted films are not inherently of a Christmas origin, park life, um, <laughs> there is something about the ritual of <laughs> there is something about the ritual of watching a box set at Christmas that is just there, right? I mean, Harry Potter, right? That's a that's a pretty classic Christmas box set. I think series of films for people to watch. They have something of a Christmassy kind of vibe to them in places i think the films were generally released around christmas time similarly to the the lord of the rings um so yeah the harry potters will always be a a big selection lord of the rings lord of the rings i watched last year actually i watched them sort of in the in the weeks leading up to christmas absolutely love them absolutely love them um star wars is a massive one right that that i mean that's sitting down in front of the tv on boxing day with all my cousins as i've said before watching the originals yeah empire strikes back and things in you know probably whatever the early to mid 90s when i'm you know god that is that is yeah star wars for me is a big christmas sort of the the first three that's a huge christmas thing and i don't i don't necessarily know why that is it just is i think i've just got a memory of doing it as a kid i know we've spoken about this before on the pod but Weirdly, it just is a big Christmas thing for me. Indiana Jones. Yeah, I don't, I, you, you, you know what it is about this. You don't usually have time to do it, do you? No. You don't actually have the time during a day to just go right. We'll chuck them on. Lord of the Rings, in particular, another one is what like, I love those films. But when have you got the time to watch three Lord of the Rings films? Just going up to Christmas, isn't it? That's it. That's when got, you, it's got to yeah, be. Those, those sort of the evenings coming sooner, you know. Can I sneak in here as well? Go on. I do a rewatch every year of The Office. Oh, do you now? Yeah. Every year I rewatch the entire of The Office in the build up to Christmas. And it does something. You're odd. Yeah, double odd. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it does something every year. I find it does something different to me as I changing my life sorry to go all deep on it but it does something different to me as I change in my life as I sort of have seen myself sort of grow up a bit and and kind of look at things in a different way um and I I pick out different things and then obviously finishing with the, the Christmas specials which is really really nice but 
you kind of have these experiences that I, when I watched it, when it, The Office first came out, I think it was like 12 or 13. And yeah. I just watched it as a bit of funny comedy and some quite You laugh funny at David characters. Brent doing uh, 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 exactly. and all that, don't you? Exactly. Right. And then suddenly you sort of, you watch things like in the start of the second season, season when they have the merger and you see the, the interactions and the subtext and stuff. And you think, wow, this was really, re- there's a lot of great stuff in there. And I know it's kind of become quite popular to think Ricky Gervais is, can be a bit of a knob or whatever, or he's like a lot of people are like, yeah, his comedy's not that funny. I do actually think it's undeniable that the office and extras are works of absolute genius. I think if you ever worked in production, you'll know how incredible extras is in terms of it picking out the nuances and the ego of of people and, and the bullshit of hierarchy. And then all of us have worked in offices. So we all can recognize the behaviors of the different characters and the different people that are around you. And it's quite it's it's quite interesting reflecting on that at Christmas time as well, just having a bit of a removal from it all and sitting there looking and going, yeah, God, that is, but, that is mate, nonsense. All this all this soppy stuff aside, the important question is, will there ever be a boy born <laughs> <laughs> that can swim faster than a shark, or can you throw a kettle over a pub? That's, that's the, the real quiz. quiz. That's that the, real the real quiz. quiz this mate. is the real quiz. The, the, I'll tell you the, the there's a bit in it that my my kind of. On my rewatch last year, the thing that I found that I'd never found before, there's a bit where they strip Malcolm on the comic relief episode <laughs> where they basically just get him naked. I'd never noticed that David Brent steals his glasses and puts them on whilst, <laughs> whilst pointing directly at his willy. It's really because he's balls naked and and everyone's uh, everyone's sort of like picking him up and sort of throwing him around i'd never noticed there's just that little layered thing that david brent has also stolen his glasses and as well as bullying him he's also taken his glasses as well it's just like that's what i'm saying with these rewatches you just pick up these little things it's the same when i watch lord of the rings i always try to look out for the little um easter eggs in the battle scenes God, I'm such a nerd. But they, you know, they're always like uh, chucking. one random dude falling off of something. Exactly. Or, or the because the one that always got picked out was um was the uh the ents being set on fire and one of the ents like dipping its head in the water to put itself out. Did you ever well, see I just that? like when you see them all like legging it towards um whatever the tower's called. I can't remember. Uh which was Salomon's uh, Tower. Yeah. You know. Yeah, the t- in the two towers. That's uh, for me the best of the three films. Anyway, I could do this all day. I we, we should move on. You, tell me an award winning classic that people should watch at Christmas. Wait, what did we decide on for this one, mate? Well, I think you're going you said you were gonna go Joy Joy That's Noel. it, that's it, that's it. That's it. That's what I was going to go with. Because I was like, <laughs> which one was I going to go with again? Yeah. We, we, it sounds like we're drunk doing this, but it sounds like we've been on the, the mulled wines, doesn't it? Like both just sort of forgetfully sitting here full of festive cheer. Yeah. On 11am uh, on Monday, the 18th of December. <laughs> <laughs> no, Joy Noel. You, so you've not seen it, have you? No, never seen this. So it's, this will be uh, one that I'm going to go to over Christmas. I'm pretty sure it's an award winner. Uh, yeah, it, it is. It's. Uh, I mean, it was nominated for a lot. It was nominated for the Oscar, nominated for the BAFTA, um, for Best International Films, basically, Foreign Language Films. Um, I think it won stuff at Cannes as well, I want to say. Um, but uh, it's... Uh, look, the, the the film is... It's it's based on the Great War, the First World War, Um it's a British, German, French co-production, and it's about the the Christmas truth truce of December nineteen fourteen. You know, we we all know of the famous Christmas truces. Um, it's just this, uh, like like so many of these kind of Christmas films that we see. It's obviously talking about the the universality of of the the Christmas experience. That's what it's showing you that beyond enemy lines. All it takes is a few people singing carols and everybody's reminded of home and suddenly people don't want to pick up their guns and start blowing each other's brains out. Um, but what the film goes into 
further than this is obviously you see all the the nice moment you, you experience all of all of this of the horrors of war in the opening section of the film um the 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 relief that everybody feels when they do have this truce but what the film starts to to unpack is just how ridiculous it is how they how the, especially the generals the 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 commanders of the various armies when they're meeting in the middle um they don't even want to entertain the idea as some of their second in commands are saying to them as pointing out how futile this all is look how how similar we all are we all have these same customs at christmas time what are we fighting for what are we doing why are we doing this and you see various different bits when the soldiers are talking to one another the germans and the french soldiers are saying oh i honeymooned in your town where you're from and all yeah all this type of stuff that then the next day obviously when the truce is down there they're they're supposed to blow each other's brains out again you know and it's it really captures it's a very bittersweet film because it obviously you know the film is called merry christmas um it captures like i say the 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 and the thing is i know people get very skeptical about it and i know people a lot of it is posturing i get it i know it's quite cool to have the whole grinchy type thing and i'm not saying that's for everybody i know some people have very legitimate reasons as to why they don't enjoy christmas it's a very painful time for a lot of people it's a time where loss is felt very acutely um yeah and I, i i understand that but what i'm saying is there's a there's a there's a step removed from that where I think a lot of people like to kind of amp up, God, Christmas is just for children. Oh, you know, you're somehow some moron if you, you know, enjoy it. But I think it is worth remembering that, that, that this time of year, whether you take it from a religious perspective or not, there is just, I don't know, there's something in the air, isn't there? And yeah. people can come together and we can reflect on things. And if that's just by design, if that's just what we've designated this time of year is, well, that's, also yeah, shows that's okay, the, isn't it? Well, that's the power of ideas, isn't it? That's the power of the human consciousness that we all decide that it's at some point in history we've all decided it's fucking cold, it's fucking dark, we're all hungry, it doesn't feel like there's much hope at this time of year. So let's reflect on the things that make us happy and let's reflect on the things that make us thankful at yeah. this time of year. And that's obviously, you know, if that's gone down the years and it's morphed and it's transformed into the christmas that we see today because we all are now relatively at least you know in this bubble of the world relatively comfortable and what have you um so we do you know christmas becomes more about like let's get a big shop in and let's buy presents and all this type of thing and i mean even as i say this it is worth remembering that that isn't christmas for everybody in britain in 2023 let alone other parts of the world so you know you have to check your own privilege as the saying goes at at this kind of time of year um but i think what the film captures is you know it does it does capture all that type of stuff it captures this like i say this magic this this universality this feeling that we all have but it really painfully also captures just the horror of war the futility of it the ridiculousness of you know fat pigs in uniforms sipping champagne that tell a load of working class boys to go and kill themselves on a battlefield you know which is what most wars still are today right <laughs> yeah well i mean we even just listening to you you speaking about there's reminds me a lot of the kind of ending sequences of all quiet on the western front yeah well um, yeah. you've got that you've got that idea that like this one is it's over everyone can go home like you can walk away but there's some jingoistic sort of crazed person who won't have to go out to the front saying no we're gonna have one last go at them and try and kill as many of them as possible oh by the way you might also die and it it just it it makes you think like yeah it's just absolutely horrible and, and awful I, I suppose the one just on what you were just saying there it's really interesting i suppose the because of the fact that christmas has been so aggressively commercialized or, or the festive season has been so aggressively commercialized the only kind of saving grace within that is that it's in the interest of people that make so much money out of christmas to still have a day where everyone gives each other their gifts even though they're kind of they're, a, lot, a lot of the stuff has been lost, so thankfully we do have this protected day where even if even if you're not um, 
perhaps religious or you don't necessarily necessarily celebrate Christmas or you're you're someone that kind of um just doesn't really enjoy lots of I mean lots of people find Christmas really really difficult because it's it brings up a lot of probably trauma or um themes of loneliness or the idea Mm. of perhaps having relationships that are broken and stuff at least there's a day of reflection you know there's a day where people can reflect and even though those days can be really really tough it feels like on the 25th of december we have a protected day in the uk that that means like in the most part for 90 percent of people they're not going to be dragged into work and i mean a huge huge shout out to the people that are going into work that emergency services for example and spending their day looking after other people um, do, 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 do you so, know what though mate the, the the thing is it's and this is look this is going out on christmas day so everyone will be a bit soppy at the moment i think the the thing that is worth remembering is as much as we can be cynical and we can say oh look how commercialized christmas has become it's all just about capitalism. It's all just about buying presents. I think about even even when I was a kid, right? What is it that what is it that lasts with me now? Really, when I think about Christmas and I think about the big family Christmases I had when all my cousins were there, we would all yeah, be at my too. grand's grand's house in Yorkshire. Um, we would get you know snow usually because it was right up north. I remember my grand working all day in the kitchen. I remember she had like this old old school like mince like she was mincing the meat herself like feeding kind of meat through an old kind of hand wrung mincer and me and all my cousins were like looking at it and she was like chasing us away out of the kitchen um just lots of bits like that that i think it is always worth remembering that christmas for all its trappings and everything like that the best memories that you have are generally always of family it's of the rituals that you know you do with your mum and dad it's of the rituals of you know that you will pass on hopefully to your own kids or you know to your nieces and nephews or you know whatever it is um so I don't I mean other than I've got to say other than the year when my parents really really actually took me by surprise and got me an N64 um i don't really look back on on my christmases and think oh that was good because i got this gift and that gift and this and that all you remember is all the good times you had with your family um and things that will stay with you forever you know yeah i I agree for me it's exactly the same it's if i think about the the things that make me feel the happiest around christmas it is it is all that stuff of racing downstairs with everyone at silly o'clock in the morning it's christmas eve spent with really good family friends and just sitting there chatting all together and eating and drinking and uh, just enjoying being in people's company and making time you know just stopping time for a bit i think that's the big thing is that even though christmas day um goes very very quickly it's a moment in time from pretty much kind of the 24th through the 26th that little block of time is frozen for you to spend it with your, your family and friends which is the the real thing for me right we've got to do um we've got to do a couple more here i'm going to give you one to watch on christmas day with the family singers were speaking about spending that special time with friends and family and i'm going to go with the snowman which is oh, an mate. absolute belter Look, i'm holding up my christmas jumper right now i wish i could see you i bet it's stunning it i've seen a picture of this but i bet it's absolutely gorgeous Mate, one of the best, if not, I think actually probably my favourite. But I, I tell you what, I've, I've got a confession to make, and I'll mug myself in front of the lads. I always get a tear in my eye whenever. Oh, I watch mate, it, man. What, uh, mate, I can't get through it How without ca- it. What is mental? How is it that it does that? It's it, it's just a, it is an imaginary thing that doesn't exist, and I'm sitting there like it, uh, my eyes start burning. You know, mm. you know the pre-cry burn that you get in your eyes. Once you see him come out of the come out of the back door, and it's Do just you know, a, the, the a line mount. where it starts to hit me, mate, is the villages go by like dreams, and I'm like, oh dear, oh, hang on, man. it's getting me now because oh, it just it's, I it's watch that it now. passing of time, isn't it? It's that it makes me think immediately, like every every year now, because my my grand died just in the well, it was her birthday in the run up to Christmas, and she actually died a few days away from her birthday in the run up to Christmas oh, as well, mate. so. 
Most Christmas, yeah, I have. She had a, a long and you know, she had a long and good life. Um, I mean, she did work in the Red Cross through the Second World War, which was pretty horrific, I think. But they didn't talk about those things in those days. Um, <laughs> uh but yeah i mean so i'll always just remember that i remember because of the little town you know that, yeah, that he yeah, sort of yeah, lives yeah, yeah. in it makes me think of like her little like village up in yorkshire all the fields all the you know snow all over it and i just every year now it just it just it sends me back there um to being a kid again and watch it because i loved it i had it on vhs and it me was too. like one of those vhs's it was one did you have the one with david bowie david bowie the, uh, at the beginning yeah yeah oh, just remember my first christmas yeah. Yeah, but it was just amazing it's so and it yeah. the fact that it's only it's less than half an hour it's le- yeah. it's just it, you you whack it on it's less than half an hour and the fact that it in that time it can move you so much and and I think it's a really good. It's just such a good metaphor for life. That film. It's such a good kind of like, just in, like enjoy it while it's while you're in the in the the good bits. Enjoy every last drop of it. I think it's a really good kind of message for for Christmas as well. You know, it comes and goes mm. so fast. You got to get every last drop out of the the joy of Christmas and really soak it up and 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 make the most of it because before you know it, you're kind of very quickly. You're a melted snowman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're just a bunch. You're just a carrot and a bunch of ice. Um, it, it brilliant yeah. to Raymond Briggs, though. You know, yeah. And he he went this time last year, I think, as well, didn't he? So it, 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 it's it's one of those for me. That's another one where once I put it on, I'm on Christmas Day because it's so short as well. It's one of those you put it on with the family, and everyone by the end of it is sniffing away and just kind of like mm. no a glass of wine yes please mm. I've, I've, I've got to ask you mate like if you want a um snowman like experience as an adult similarly from uh raymond briggs watch uh when the wind blows Whew. okay i'll give that <laughs> oh dear that oh oh mummy <laughs> yeah <laughs> do you want to cry yeah here you go yeah. <laughs> have some of that um warm, warm me up at what's what's your cockle warmer that you would pick out as the film that will just make you sit there and all feel doughy and like very kind of um, what's the what's the right word content. I think there's a few of these, aren't there? There's 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 several down the years, um, but I think really one that seems to endure that everyone seems to go back to, and I think we would be in trouble if we didn't mention at some point over the Christmas season is Home Alone. Yeah, it's got to be right. It's my ultimate. Is it? Yeah, I think it. I think. You know, we were talking about the, the kind of the the feeling of Christmas. I f- I feel like this, for me as a kid, was the closest thing to feeling like, oh, this is a film for me that can kind of explain what's important at Christmas for mm. me as a kind of seven year old or whatever. Uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to. I know there's been so many brilliant kind of rip offs of like what would actually happen if the robbers really got in the house and they were like, oh, look, there's some pieces of Lego on the floor there. Make sure you don't stand on them. Oh, look, <laughs> there's the kid. Pick him up and steal him. <laughs> yeah. so it's really, really funny. But I loved it, man. I just think it is the most wonderful, um, it, it, you know, you know the sort of Christmas itch that you need to scratch. I feel yeah. like Home Alone just nails it. You know, have, have really you ever watched the it. episode of the movies that made us about Home Alone? No, no. So Netflix did a really, really good series, the movies that made us. I would recommend it. Um, where they were, they're basically giving you the the inside track. Each 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 episode is a is based on a different film, and it's giving you the kind of from production to well, from writing it to production to pitching. And Home Alone was plagued by issues. Um, oh, was it? Yeah, played by issues. It sounds like it was a real fractured battle between Columbus and the studios and everything like that to 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 get it off the ground. Um, and it was one of those that ended up coming together. You know, like yeah. it just somehow. Yeah, that it was it was doomed to fail. I think it was going way over budget. I think there were. I think there were. I, 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 I can't remember it ex- entirely, and this is this is bad. But I want to say that they had a big appointment. Maybe D 
De Niro or somebody was going to be one of the wet bandits and pulled out, um, which seemed to, I, th- I think that, I think that's part of what happened to it. Um, Thank God it was wasn't, you know. Seen as a bit of a death knell for the film. Um yeah, I think the practical effects are a real nightmare. So all those practical effects that we, you know, know and love so much. But I think it was one of those that the sheer just vision of Columbus um, and his endeavor managed to get it done and it came together. And again, I th- I believe, again, it's one of those films that didn't actually do that well critically and didn't really smash it at the box office when it first came out. But its legacy has grown and grown yeah. and grown. I mean, it, it, it's mental, really, that it's still... I mean, what are we talking now? Like 30, ne- nearly 35 years old now, the film? Um, and I reckon kids will still watch this today and love it, you know? Oh, my God, Absolutely. You know, it's it's kind of like that bit where he's like, this is my house and I have to defend it. And then he goes and gets the BB gun and he's wearing like the Rambo ammo belt over him, the, the, the sort of cross shoulder ammo stuff. I mean, it's, it is the, it's the, it's the kid's dream, isn't it? You yeah. know, it's still, for still any kid, because you're innocent enough to not really know any different and the idea of setting your brother's spider on the baddies and using a bb gun and him Mate, the, the scream the f- it gets me every time when he puts the spider his on face. his face oh like. god yeah yeah um the, the other one is that the, the the him torching his head yeah there's like the little moments pause the physical yeah. comedy in it is, is outrageous it's so fantastic you know i mean how good also, is joe pesci mate like amazing and at the end as well that whole um that the, there's a lovely message in there as well and then it's like this thing of um don't judge a book by its cover the guy that saved him is the guy that was freaking him out before and also i love that i, I love the, the bit of him coming down into the basement and being petrified of the, the kind of boiler you know <laughs> it, like because we, we all remember that first time you stayed at home on your own as a kid and any sound that went you were like mm I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna look at that. I'm not gonna look yeah, at that. Right. And you sort of sit in your living room with all the doors closed, watching the TV. You know, it's a really. I, I can actually vividly remember the first time I was allowed to stay in the house on my own. Um, and it, it's sort of so many of those little things just creep across. It's, it's I mean, brilliant, mate. Things still scare me when I'm in the house on my own. I'm not gonna lie. So, yeah, you, you know. I remember when you were doing a, you were doing dog sitting and you came back to do a pod and you were sat there on your own. Like I, because well, we've just done psycho as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate, lots of lots of beautiful stuff for people to watch here. But can I can I interest you in a, mm. a game of I am D ball? Go on then. I like up. this. I like the mate. What a creation! Right. What a, crea- what a, f- what a Christmas treat. <laughs> Let's run that theme tune. Okay, and we can. Can you shoot Purdy a, a call me link because he's going to jump on and referee. Is he going to? Oh God. Welcome to the pod, producer Purdy. Purdy, may I just say I've, I've mm-hmm. heard a little of your voice today. You sound a tiny bit groggy. Yeah, it's been like that for a few weeks now, but I'm okay. I'm okay. Is that, it, it's just it, that—that's what it is. It's just been like that for a few weeks. Just, it's just not the, the, not the fact that maybe you've had a sherry or two. Oh, oh yeah, but uh, <laughs> I'm used to that, aren't I? You know me well. You uh, <laughs> There's he says, to do he says, does I not drink? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he drinks. He drinks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, so Purdle, the, the theme today on IMD Ball is Christmas films. Jack leads the way 1-0 after his outstanding yeah, victory last week. Yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does, yeah. Um, and the rules are we'll be picking one film against each other, best of five, and the aim is to try and pick the film that has the higher IMDb score. Um, so, Jack, as you're leading the way, you can go first. Take us away with your first penalty. It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, oh that's a biggie. I'm going to go with The Snowman. Oh, you ready? Hit it, hit it's me. a Wonderful Life, uh, as in the year 1946. Correct. Mm-hmm. That's an 8.6. Oh. Top, top bins, I'd say. That's, that's a stanchion penalty. <laughs> the snowman. snowman. Oh, this one. David Bowie. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, 8.2. Oh, 1-0. Oh, okay. <sighs> do I go do I go first on this one? I don't think that's happened with shooting as well. Yeah. Are we going ABBA <laughs> or are we going Okay, go on, Jack. <laughs> uh, Home Alone. God. Um Miracle on 34th Street. Oof, what which one? Uh the oh, wow. I'm gonna go for the latter one. Okay. Uh nineteen ninety four. Yeah. Hit me. So Home Alone seven point seven. Miracle Tech Four Street. Wow, six point six. Oh, <laughs> oh I thought you got death. me there, I'm not gonna lie. Sudden death, my word, this is panic stations. Go on, Jack. Um two nil up. Oh, mate. Um, oh, hang on. Pause. If you went for the older one, you would have won that pen. No! 2 <laughs> 0. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of one that I think will be good. Do you know what I mean? That I think might have this kind of recency bias to it. Um, oh, I don't know. Let's say, let's say Elf. Let's do Elf. Oh, I'm gonna go White Christmas. Oh, elf is seven point one. Come on. White Christmas. Oh, you're going for the oldies. Wait, there's a few here. What year? What is like nineteen? Crosby. Yeah, oh, Bing. It is Bing. Bing bang seven point six. It's two one. Oh, <laughs> big, big. Okay. Still, still sudden death for me. Can't lose, can't lose one more. Otherwise, it's a, it's a two nil. Okay, let's go with. Oh, mate, this is tough. This is really tough because I don't want to let my lead slip now. now I'm trying <laughs> to think of like because I'm, I'm what I'm trying to do is separate in my head is like what's good Christmas film and what's one what? I just oh, love well. because I watched because I was a kid do you know what I mean yeah 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 like, absolutely this is the... absolutely oh... oh I don't know um <laughs> this is really tough mate um I have to book you for time wasting here yeah yeah very good very <laughs> good final warning trying to do a panenka I feel like there um, should be I feel like there should be a, a, a time limit here 30 seconds no more alright then I'd say alright then um do uh a Muppet Christmas Carol oh that's very good I'm going die hard oh oh so, oh, oh suddenly die hard's a Christmas film is it Hainsey <laughs> Oh. 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 You weasel. <laughs> so that is really sensitive. <laughs> the, the amount of the amount of like absolute gubbins that I spouted to <laughs> Oh, tell me, Paddy, as well. Tell me that it's got me back in the game at two all so, as well. The Muppet Christmas Carol is 7.8. Oh, jeez. That's, 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 that's an arrowed into the bottom that corner. That is really comfortable finish. You know I mean? Little really fist pump. composed. Get in. So I've allowed you to take the pen on Die Hard. That is a Christmas film. And it's 8.2. Oh, oh, that's the top on. corner, isn't it? That's a that's Get a Harry Kane st stepping uh, up top corner. Here we go. Who's who's gonna be Gareth Southgate? Oh, oh god. Oh god, no. Um, <laughs> quickly, Purdy, will he score? Oh no. <laughs> um, Nightmare Before Christmas. Ooh, ooh. That's a Christmas film, is it? I've heard. Yeah, yeah, no, it is. It oh, is. I've heard. Okay. Nightmare. You've heard me myself call it a Halloween film, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're playing fast and loose with what we've said, we're, we're we? just going back on everything. Yeah. We're playing We Haven't Said Stuff, so... Uh, you know. <laughs> Let's not take the piss here. If we're going to go for anti-Christmas films, I'm going for The Grinch. Ooh. Okay, so 
Is yeah. this a decider, isn't it? This is, is this the, the decider. This is the last penalty. This is the final penalty. Okay, so Jack scored a 7.9. Oh my word, that's and enormous. What have you just said? The Grinch. The Grinch with Jim Carrey, I assume. Six point three. I'm doing that. I'm doing that. Jose Mourinho running down the touchline touch at Old Trafford. The lawnmower starter. I can't believe that the Grinch is a six point nine. Six point three. Six point three. Did you say? Yeah. This is oh what I'm saying, Hainsey. With these, I'm like, what films is it that we just liked as kids that don't I've hold been up? Diddled you know? there, haven't well, I? The, Gr I've the Grinch been is diddled. decent, but The Grinch is a great film. Oh, two nil hussy. You're you might end the year with a clean sweep. Come on. Oh Come man, on. I've been brutalised here. This is just awful. Purdy, thanks so much for joining. Appreciate That's you right. stepping in. Cheers, La. It's a joy. That was and podcast heritage. <laughs> yeah, it was indeed. Heritage. Jack puts a second star above his badge. Um, <laughs> very, very frustrating. But thank you so much for listening. And I hope you have, everyone has a, a wonderful Christmas. Merry and, Christmas. <laughs> and to all a good night. Um, hopefully, uh, hopefully people are listening to this having had a very peaceful, happy, healthy Christmas. And... Uh, once again, to all those people that are working on Christmas Day, or maybe if you are, there's a chance that you're out as working and for the NHS or on the emergency services or someone that would be described as a kind of key worker keeping things ticking over on Christmas Day. Thanks so much for everything that you're doing. Um, and we'll be back with the 23 and 23 the best films of 2023 which will be dropping next week jack any early spoilers you want to give there past lives is a good film yeah i'm i i i, I am i've just watched so i'm i'm there with you but no more no more than that purdy will be ignoring your top five that you put on on twitter early on check that it, out. It's it, great. Was, it was it was nonsense i did love your roy hudson response to that let's not try to piss here well i think you yeah. were <laughs> just honestly nonsense at byob pod on the socials make sure you check it out get in touch with us let us know your films of the year we'll try and feature as many of your shouts as possible and to see you all next time bye 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 bye, bye. bye.